Welcome to Success Hackers, Cracking the Entrepreneurial Code, the podcast that's focused on empowering entrepreneurs to find the edge and take their business to a whole nother level. We're peeking behind the curtain to learn entrepreneurial shortcuts and success strategies from the most successful entrepreneurs on the planet. Get ready for mind-blowing entrepreneurial tips with your host, high-performance business coach, keynote speaker, and author, Scott Hansen. Showtime in three, two, one. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. For all the listeners right here on Success Hackers, Audible is giving away a free audiobook download with your 30-day free trial. All you have to do is go to audibletrial.com forward slash success hackers. One word, audibletrial.com forward slash success hackers. Over 180,000 titles to choose from on your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Grab your 30-day free trial before it's too late by going to audibletrial.com forward slash success hackers. Welcome to Success Hackers. This is Scott Hansen, high-performance coach, best-selling author, speaker, and of course, podcast host right here on Success Hackers. On Success Hackers, we are all about empowering our entrepreneurial audience to take their business to entirely new heights. We do that by interviewing some of the most talented and successful entrepreneurs on the planet and then having them share their success strategies and hacks with us so that we can take our business to entirely new heights. For all you loyal Hacker Nation listeners, you know I love you guys. Thank you so much for continuing to listen to the show, subscribe to the show, and then spreading the show around social media. I see you guys sharing and liking and commenting about the show. I cannot thank you enough. It's because of you that we are now downloaded and listened to in over 65 countries and growing. If for whatever crazy reason you haven't yet subscribed to the show, make sure to do that now so you don't miss any episodes of Success Hackers. You can do that by going to successhackers.net. If you haven't yet listened to the last show, make sure to check it out because branding expert Jenna Rodriguez shared why building your brand is one of the most important things you can do as an entrepreneur. So make sure to check it out again with Jenna Rodriguez. All right, Hacker Nation, let's get down to business. Today's guest is going to talk about how to get your message out to a massive audience so that you can impact more people with your products, your services, and your incredible gifts. Today, our featured guest all the way from Australia is Myth Samantha Riley. Samantha, are you ready to rock? I am so ready, Scott. Let's do this. Yes, all right. Samantha Riley is the author of the bestseller, The Heart of Entrepreneurship, and the creator of The Accelerant Group, where she helps business owners amplify their message so they can make a bigger impact and charge higher fees. Samantha made her first million dollars by her mid-20s as a high school dropout selling dancewear through her retail stores. Over the past 20 years, she built several highly successful businesses and worked with over 100 experts, coaches, consultants, etc., helping them create businesses that allow them to live the life they've always envisioned when they first quit their day job. Samantha, welcome to Success Hackers. It is so great to have you you on the show. Yeah, thanks. Hey, Scott. Samantha, I gave Hacker Nation just a little description of who you are, but would love for you to share a little bit more about you and your business. Sure. Um, so I've been in business, like you said, since uh, I was 19, so um, pretty much unemployable now. I don't think anyone would employ me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
totally do my own thing and play by my own rules. That's right. Um, yeah, and and business, it's it's my life. I absolutely love it. I love the business of business. Mm. Um, it gets me very excited. Um, I can talk about it for hours on end. So. Let's see how much we can squeeze into 25 minutes today. <laughs> <laughs> really explain to our audience who it is that you primarily serve. There's two um, niches that I work with. One of them is uh, people in retail and e-commerce because that's, that's what I did for sort of 18 or 19 years. So I understand that world quite well. Um, and the other, the other niche that I help is coaches and consultants. So anyone that's doing any sort of service based coaching, um, and consulting. Um, and even though I help those two separate niches, I help them in exactly the same way. And it's by helping them to understand what their authentic message is so that they can get that out to more people. Um, a lot of people think it's really strange that I can put those, you know, people that are in retail in that same bucket. But my message is that people buy who you are and what your message is and how you can help them rather than the product. So you selling the product is the byproduct of what, what they're actually coming for. So, Wow, that's fascinating because to your point earlier, yeah, it's completely different. I mean, you're, even though your message and how you help them and the problem you solve, it comes full circle to exactly you know, what it is that you provide. But like you said, it's completely two different niches. So, so right away, if someone's listening, they're saying, wow, how does she do it? How does she actually market to literally two completely different worlds? How do you do that? So it's, again, it's, it's helping you get a, an idea of, you know, what is the message that you're helping people with? Um, you know, if we think right um, back into uh, sort of the late 90s, early 2000, can't remember the year, but Think about Gary Vaynerchuk and Wine Library TV. Was he actually selling wine or was he providing a service um, and telling a story online? You know, the wine, him selling the wine was a byproduct of what he was doing. So that's that's where it actually comes all together. So, you know, uh, thinking back to when I was in retail, we, we used to sell or one of the products that we sold in our shops uh, was Swarovski crystals, which most people sort of in fashion know what they are. They're, you know, little sparkly things that you put on bridal gowns and, and dance costumes. Um, and we sold, we were one of the largest retailers in Australia that sold those crystals. Um, and there was actually from one of our shops and there was another store directly across the road that also sold them. And, and people would say all the time, like, why is it that you sell the most when you've got other retailers directly across the road that hardly sell any? And it's because when the customers came to us, we would spend the time with them, helping them to design their gowns or giving them ideas of the different sort of, you know, beads or the way that they could put it together to make it look great. So those people, those customers were, were coming to us. In their head, they thought they were coming to us for crystals, but what they were really coming to us for was the help um, in helping them to design their garment or to come up with new ideas. And the byproduct of that was then they would buy their crystals from us. Mm. So um, it's all. A, so the way that I help these people is to uh, help my clients is to help them understand what is the message that their target market wants to hear. And then as the byproduct, what will they buy from you that will help solve that problem? You know, we talk a lot on the show to branding experts and, and coaches and, you know, individuals that do play in your space. And one of the common threads is before you can really get crystal clear on sort of what you sell, 
the most important part of your business is actually your foundation and what your beliefs are and what your strategies are and what you're good at in order to create that brand. So I think I read somewhere where you mentioned that you see or you read about and you probably even coach some individuals that there's a lot of successful, skilled entrepreneurs out there who simply go, as you put it, unnoticed. How can Mm -hmm. someone really stand out and get noticed maybe in their business? I believe that it's all to do with really owning your message and who you are. So not being afraid to stand up and say it exactly as you think. That will make people watch. You know, there's there's quite a few things I talk about with social media that go against the grain of what most social media marketers sort of are out there doing and, and saying what works. And it totally works for them. But it's about me saying, well, what works for me? What sits well with me? What, you know, what's my values? What's my message that I truly believe? And then amplifying that message. Because when we're trying to, uh, speak someone else's language, that doesn't work. People don't hear that because it doesn't, it doesn't feel right when it's heard. So being very, very clear on what is your message? Who do you help? Um, and then getting that out in a big way. I'm sure you do help your entrepreneurs and your business clients this way, but I'm going to put you on the spot real quick to help. Oh, yay. <laughs> <laughs> to actually share with us, and we'll get into this more at the end of the, uh, at the end of the show, but I want to have you, you mentioned, you know, getting, getting clarity on your authentic message. Mm-hmm. What's one way someone can do that? Because here's, the reality is this, there's a lot of people out there who, want to do incredible things, but then they're hearing this interview and they're saying, oh my God, Samantha is a super successful business coach and entrepreneur. And she's saying, I got to get really clear on my message. Mm -hmm. I don't know what my message is. How do they know when they find it? And maybe what's one strategy to find it? Yeah, I really love that question. That's fantastic. So let's step away from the message for a minute. The the big, uh, like, light bulb moment for me of starting to come up with my authentic message was the day that someone asked me, what is my legacy? Mm. So what what is it that at the end of my life that I want other people sort of talking about or what are other people going to say about me when, when I've, you know, I've done my life and I've gone? Um, and the way it was posed to me was imagine that you were standing at your own funeral. What would people be saying about you? So I sat down and I wrote out all the things I wanted to be known for. From there, I thought, okay, so if that's my legacy, what's my purpose? Like, what am I here to do now? Once I understood my legacy, once I understood my purpose, it just, it seriously, it just rolled out beautifully easy. Um, it, it's, you can't do it from, oh, let's work on my message. I believe you have to start at, with the end in mind and, and reverse engineer that that message so that it's in line with your purpose and in line with your legacy. Wow. Hacker Nation right off the bat, (laughs) all the way from Australia. She's half packing. She's on her way to another conference. She, she spared us 25 minutes of her incredible time and she's already dropping gold nuggets on us. Samantha, that was incredible. Oh, thank you. You just talked about something that I want to actually take a little bit deeper. You talk about your aha moment, but Mm -hmm. Take us back to your aha moment, and you talked about leaving a legacy and thinking about, you know, kind of reverse engineering everything, but what was the aha moment when you knew that the Accelerant Group wasn't maybe just a hobby, but it was an actual viable business that not only can put food on the table, but create some wealth and some leverage in your life? Oh, wow. That is going deep, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) 
So the accelerant group as it is like right now is very, very new. It's own, it's just been morphing in the last 12 months. Um, and if we take it back, it actually started about five years ago, um, where I went through, um, a marriage separation, like a marriage broke down and I actually lost three of my businesses. And I was like, Oh my goodness, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? You know, we've already said I'm unemployable. I can't go get another job. Um, and at the time, um, I was teaching dancing. I was doing personal training. Um, and I was doing a little bit of coaching on the side, like sort of life coaching, um, very sort of crude life coaching, you know. Um, and what started happening was people were coming to me and saying, how did you get this business up and running so quickly? And that then morphed into me coaching um, people how to start their businesses. So, um, you know, just, you know, how to get online, how to set up your social media and, and uh, marketing, funnels, that kind of thing. And that over the last five years through lots of trial and error and doing different things has morphed into what it is now as the accelerant group. So the aha moment probably only came about six months ago when everything fell into place. Um, you know, it was one of those, I was doing a lot of trial and error, like I said, you know, we talk about niching. Um, but for me, I didn't niche straight away because what's the point of going to market with an idea that no one actually wants. Mm. So I trialed lots of different things to find out and to get that feedback from the market, what they wanted. Um, and then the aha moment was sitting down and going, okay, well, I've been doing all of this stuff for the last four years. What is my strength? What is it that I absolutely love doing um, and, and working from there? So that only came sort of six months ago. So it's, it's been a bit of a funny journey. Oh, and there's so many gold nuggets really in that, that quick story. I mean, you know, you talk about, you know, the light bulb or the aha moment, one for you. I mean, you've been very successful for so many years, and then you went through this period where you lost some businesses. And what I heard from you was, as you were personal training and as you were kind of, as you said, pseudo coaching, people would come to you and say, hey, how did you do that? How did you get that business, uh, whatever business that was, up and running so quickly? And then all of a sudden it was like, maybe you woke up or figured out, my God, this is what I was meant to do. And it was right in front of me. And I, we always have this conversation on the show here, Samantha, where people say the same thing. It's like I asked that same question and they're like, you know, for so many years I was sort of putting it off. But then I finally realized, you know, whether you believe in God, Buddha, the universe, whoever you dig the most, when they tug on your sleeves, that's whoever you believe in. That's them saying, hey, listen, here it is over here. Maybe this is something you'd be good at. Is that what I heard? Absolutely. So I had a friend just not that long ago say to me, you know, you, you said whoever you dig. So I dig the universe, you know, and she said to me, you know, Sam, you know, sometimes the universe comes and, and taps you on the shoulder. And if you don't pay attention, you know, the universe will come and give you a bit of a punch in the arm. And if you don't pay attention, the universe will eventually come and slap you in the face. And I totally agree with that. Listen to the universe. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. When you look at um, individuals that you coach who maybe are having success, what's one common thread that they all have that you see? Uh, the common thread is the passion for what they do. So they don't see it as a job that they go to and do it because they have to go between nine and five so that they get paid and so they can pay their rent. These people absolutely eat, breathe, and absolutely love what they do with every cell in their body. Um, 
and it, to them it's not a job. It's something that they feel that they have to do. The pull is that strong that they have to do it. Yeah, and I love how you explain that because for me, I was in the corporate space for 18, 19 years in sales and leadership and some marketing. And I always knew that, you know, people would say to me, kind of like you, you know, you really belong coaching and inspiring and motivating and impacting and all those things. And I didn't really know how to do that. And it took me years, a lot of trial and error, a lot of sort of down moments in my life, moments where, you know, looking back on them, it was a really rough patch. But, you know, I kept putting one foot in front of the other and I kept reading personal development, listening to the right audios. And, you know, sure enough, because I kept just kind of hunting and searching, it ultimately sort of tugged at me or slapped me in the face, as you'd say. And, you know, I haven't looked back since. But I, I, I do believe that everybody that's out there listening, if you haven't found that thing, that passion, whatever it is your calling is, you can still find it. It doesn't matter how old you are, how old you think you are. At the end of the day, life is precious. Go after and make it happen. Find out what really calls to you. And don't let the excuse of, oh, I can't make money in that, because the reality of it is, for so many thousands and tens of thousands of people that have said that over the past, well, good thing they didn't listen to the naysayers because those people are now living a life of their calling, their passion, and making a huge impact throughout the world in their business. That You said that so well. It is so, so true. Um, you know, we all go through these challenges. Every single person on the planet goes through challenges. And if you've been through some really rough times, chances are you've come out with some lessons that will be able to help someone else that's going through the same challenges. So there's always going to be someone that you can help or that needs to hear your message. Speaking of challenges, I want to shift gears for a second. Can you get vulnerable with us for a minute, Samantha? Totally. So we have a segment on the show called the Fail Forward Stage. And I mm -hmm. personally believe, Samantha, that all high performers and successful individuals actually look at failure maybe just a little bit different than most people. They mm -hmm. use failure as what I call feedback and course correction. The mark of a champion is you fail and maybe you get up, maybe you fail again, but then you keep going to what you just said. Take us to that one specific time when you failed, that one moment. Get deep with us, Samantha, and share with us. You could have went left and maybe you know went back to your old life, but you kept climbing your success mountain. Do you remember that time, and how did you use that one experience as fuel to your success fire? Whoa, I get sweaty palms just hearing that question. <laughs> <laughs> Before I even answer what that one moment is, I want... The wait, wait, the fact that I made Samantha Riley all the way from Australia sweat on the show already, <laughs> it's a win. <laughs> Absolutely. So the, the one thing I want to get across here is it actually wasn't that long ago. Um, you know, like I said, I'd done this big, huge five years of, sort of trial and error and doing all sorts of bits and pieces. Um, and at the time, I had a business partner. And when I actually went into business with this person, it I think I was almost using him as a crutch because he was very um, technology savvy. I was more, um, you know, around creating relationships and sort of the, the, the brains behind the operation, but not so great at the tech and making it all come together. So anyway, uh, that business partner just walked out overnight. And the next day, I was left with this mess I couldn't get into. I had no idea what any of our logins were. I didn't know um, how to get into our membership site. I didn't know 
how to get into my email even. He had, you know, it was just overnight, bang, it was just this mess and I couldn't access anything. I had no idea what was going on. Coming out the other side, boy, have I put some systems and procedures in place, um, which needed to happen to, like any business for it to be sustainable, needs to have really solid foundation of systems and procedures. So that was the biggest lesson that I took out of that. Hmm. Um, and the other lesson is I will never go into business with someone else again. I will always have a team around me, people that are, you know, part of my business, but not I will always be the sole owner of my business moving forward. All right, Samantha, as you know, our Hacker Nation community listens to the show for actual success hacks and strategies to help them grow themselves and their business. You already shared one, which was incredible, but I want to take you down this rabbit hole again and actually ask you, what's two actionable success hacks you can share with us right now on how someone, maybe who might feel stuck or maybe is not clear on their business, how they can get clarity or get really super excited about where they're going in their business. Give us just two success hacks. One of them, I would say, is to work out, again, reverse engineering, you know, what it is that you're trying to achieve in a year, break that down to um, 90-day action plans, and then break that down into a weekly plan. I see a lot of my clients come to me in overwhelm because they don't know what needs to be done next. Um, or they'll sit on Facebook for, you know, go into the Facebook rabbit hole for hours on end and realize they haven't, you know, done what needed to be done. So, um, all my clients, I get them to do a weekly diary that's got blocks of, Okay, so on Monday morning for the first half of the day, that might be, that's time for admin. That's, you know, that's answering emails. It's, um, you know, you know whatever needs to be done. Um, you know, then maybe for, for a two hour period on Monday afternoon, that's when you pick up the phone and have to do everything that's on the phone. Um, and breaking it. So not breaking it into specific tasks but having certain chunks all in the same place in the week so that you get into the habit where you just know on Monday morning, instead of thinking, oh, what needs to be done? It's, I know that I open my emails Monday morning and I just clear that inbox and do that. Um, or I schedule all my social media for the week at that time. So it's just done. You don't have to think about it. Um, so that would be my first hack that really changed the way I did things because it meant that I could start going to the gym again, for example. You know, we're always so busy being busy and and sometimes we let our self-care go or going to the gym or walking on the beach or whatever it is for you. Um, and if it's in the diary, you just do it. Um, so that would definitely be my first success hack. Um, and my second one would be to actually to get a mentor. And it, it, it needs to be a mentor for whatever it is that you're struggling with in your business at that time. Um, I've used mentors for 15 years now and I wouldn't be where I am without the help of them and their, their genius. You know, the, the people that have walked before me, they've done the trial and error. Um, so I can learn from them and, and hack, you know, grow a lot faster. Two powerful hacks. That was incredible. Number one, I call it time blocking. So to Samantha's ah, point, yeah. you know, you know exactly how your day and where your day is being spent. I actually have my clients actually do a snapshot. So think of it as, you know, if you're going to try to lose weight, as an example, um, you write down exactly all the things that you eat for the day or for two days, and then you do a snapshot on exactly what that was. So you know, 
all right, moving forward, these are the things I need to take out or add to my diet. It's the same thing in business. So to Samantha's point, rather than guessing when you wake up, have it all laid out for the day, for the, you know, for, for the morning, for the afternoon, et cetera. I love that. And then secondly, you know, absolutely mentorship, mentorship, coaching, you know, whatever you want to call it, I think is so absolutely important as well. All right, Samantha, we are now going to enter the randomness round. It's kind of like putting you on the success hackers version of the hot seats. <laughs> well, if we're talking random, you've picked probably the most random person on the planet. This Perfect. Could be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Whatever is the first answer that comes to mind, just let it rip. So, Samantha Riley, are you ready for the randomness round? Let's do it. Best advice you've ever received? That there is always someone that needs your help. Um, a lot of times as, as entrepreneurs, um, well, I know I've thought about it. I hear my clients talk about it all the time. You know, oh, I can't do that, you know, speci- insert specific thing here. I can't do that because, you know, so-and-so over here is doing that. Well, they might be doing it, but they're not doing it your way. So don't get caught up in, I can't do it because, you know, Marie Folio is a business coach. I can't do it. Of course I can. I'm not Marie. Do you know what I mean? What's a daily habit that you do sometime throughout the day that puts you in a great frame of mind? <laughs> okay, first thing, coffee. If I don't have two coffees before I get out of bed, it doesn't happen. <laughs> you now own a time machine. I want you to travel back in time to when you were 25 years old again. What advice would your current self, knowing about life and business, give your 25-year-old self? Don't take on a business partner. That's what I would say to myself. What's the one trait that you have that's contributed mostly to your success? Um, I'm very ambitious. If I set a goal, I will do everything to personally compete against myself and be the best I can do. So not only do I reach that goal, but I do it to the absolute best of my ability. What's a hidden talent that you have that most people may not know about you? I'm a ballet dancer. What's one book that you've read that made the biggest impact on your business? Uh, that would be Michael Port's book, Solid. It's a fabulous book, and I suggest, if you haven't read it, to grab yourself a copy. It's absolutely fantastic. If you can recommend one social media tool or a service that you use that could impact the Hacker Nation community's business, what might that be? Uh, for me, I absolutely love Facebook. That's where a lot of my target market's hanging out, um, and I love Power Editor instead of using just Facebook Ads Manager. Samantha, you are now officially off the randomness round hot seat. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) This has been incredible. Thank you, Samantha, for your time and also sharing these incredible success strategies and hacks with our listeners. Where can our listeners find out more about you and your business? So they can find me at um, either... Uh, on my book website, which is theheartofentrepreneurship.com, or they can find me at my business website, which is theaccelerantgroup.com. Hacker Nation, make sure to head over to successhackers.net for this episode's show notes and recap from today's incredible interview with Samantha, along with some other really cool new resources that we have on the site. When you're on the site, don't forget, hit subscribe so that you get all the latest and the newest episodes. Lastly, I love the Hacker Nation community. I love you guys so much that I want to actually give back to you. This is how I want to give back. 
Make sure to subscribe to the show on iTunes. So you, t- you go to iTunes, type in Success Hackers, and then write a review. Hopefully it's a good review. Write a review and then email me that review. So you just screen grab that review off iTunes and then email it to me. Email is info at successhackers.net. Info at successhackers.net. When you do that and I see the review in your email, I will give you and your company a shout out on the very next episode. This is Scott Hansen saying thanks again for listening to another episode of Success Hackers. Until the next show, go out and live with passion.